in the world of freedom. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Ich bin ein Berliner. This is Radio Goethe Magazine with Arndt Peltner. News and information from the heart of Europe. Hello and welcome to Radio Goethe Magazine. I'm Arndt Pelton. In today's program we are talking about the famous and controversial composer Richard Wagner and his family. So stay tuned. But first, the news. Radio Goethe Magazine. The news with Nina Paula. Berlin. Germany's ruling parties are pushing for a constitutional change to allow the military to respond to domestic emergencies such as a terrorist attack. After years of debate, Germany moved closer to allowing its military to deploy within the country's borders. Germany still places strict limits on its military given the excesses committed during the Nazi era. German Defense Minister Jung welcomed the decision to protect citizens in Germany. Interior Minister Schäuble had originally called for an even broader use of the military to respond to domestic terrorist threats. Many of these demands were scrapped in reaching the final compromise. Heidelberg A retired German scientist has won this year's Nobel Prize for Medicine. Harald Zuhausen found out that viruses could cause cancer. For his breakthrough discoveries he wasn't taken serious in the 70s. Now he won the highest award for medicine, which carries a purse of 1.3 million euros. The German scientist received half of the prize, while two French researchers shared the other half. Zuhausen worked as a professor, chairman and scientific director of the management board of the German Cancer Research Center in Heidelberg up to his retirement. Berlin. The German capital explores the cult of the artist. With its ambitious cycle of 10 exhibitions, Berlin shows on iconic artists such as Beuys, Warhol, Kuhns and Giacometti. The exhibitions offer new perspectives on the role of the creative artist in Western culture. The shows deliberately avoid focusing on any specific movement, period or style. The artist himself is the persistent theme of the series. The exhibition includes work from more than 15 artists and challenges the roles and even the existence of the individual artist as an author of aesthetic creation. The cult of the artist runs until March 2009. Munich. It's that sad time of year again, the Munich Oktoberfest is over and the statistics say 6.6 million liters of beer and 104 oxen have been consumed on the world's biggest beer festival. Beer consumption declined by 300,000 liters as a result of cold and rainy weather this year. So instead 2,000 liters of mulled wine normally reserved for the Christmas market season was served to men and women freezing in their lederhosen and dirndls. The number of visitors fell by 200,000 to 6 million. Berlin The afterlife of the two historic airports in Berlin are still unclear. City planners are mulling over the futures of the sprawling Nazi-era Tempelhof Airport and its Cold War counterpart Tegel. There are ideas to transform one of them into a new trade center or a location for a new Berlin Olympic bid. A leading German architect could even imagine that one of the sites could be revamped into a solar research center. 
There is even the unusual proposal for Tempelhof becoming Europe's first eco-city, an adventurous German-Russian plan featuring a 15-kilometer-long building complete with roads built on rooftops in order to maximize green space. The name Richard Wagner is not only familiar to fans of classical music, The Ring of the Nibelungen or Parsifal are some of his world-renowned works. The bombastic music from the well-known German composer, who died in 1883, is still performed around the world and, of course, at the festival in Bayreuth, the Richard Wagner Festspiele. In Bayreuth, our Radio Goethe reporter Nina Paula met the great-grandson of Richard Wagner, Gottfried Wagner, who wrote the book Unsere Stunde Null, Our Hour Zero, about the coexistence of Jews and Germans after 1945. Yeah, my name is Gottfried Wagner. Um, I'm myself a musicologist, historian and multimedia director. I'm also, yes, I was directing films, also opera productions. And uh, so my special interest first was fully concentrated only on the musical world. And later on, I was, became very involved uh, in the dialogue between Germans and Jews after 1945. So, and the name Gottfried Wagner comes from a very, very important person, a very known person, Richard Wagner. Yes, uh, Richard Wagner was my great-grandfather, the famous German um, opera composer, but what is a little bit unique with Richard Wagner is that he did not only write the music, he, he created his total work of art, he created his theories, he built up here in the city of Bayreuth his own theater, and was even was responsible for his PR. So he was, at that point, he created his own uh, uh, newspaper called Bayreuther Blätter, Bayreuth Leaves, if you want to say so. And he was, I think, as a figure, certainly for on one side, Wagner was really one of the central, most important opera composers of the, of the 19th century. But he was also a very politically committed composer, which also had an impact on his work, on his stage works. So unfortunately, Wagner himself was also rather radical anti-Semite, which is also uh, expressed in his works like The Master Singers of Nuremberg, The Ring of the Nibelungen and Parsifal. So um, certainly when you grow up like me after the Second World War in, the, in this Bayreuth, the city of Bayreuth, after Hitler, after World War II, and uh, there comes the time when you find out what's all about the family heritage And part of the heritage of the Wagner national myth is unfortunately also the very dark relationship of one side Wagner anti-Semitism, but also the Wagner family in the direct close friendship with Adolf Hitler. And I certainly can say in my case it had an enormous impact when I found out about uh, the past of the Wagner family when I was nine years old. I saw that without having been informed by the Wagner family, N neither also by the teachers. What did you feel when you found out that your family was so close with Hitler? 
Of course, for me, um, when, when you take this in relationship, because I will even give you the right pictures for that. When I was a child, about only nine years, I saw a film documentary presented in the city of Bayreuth on the Third Reich without having been informed. There I saw on the screen Hitler with the Wagner family, but the film continued. It was then sh showing pictures, films, of the Second World War. And then it ended with a concentration ca camp of Buchenwald. So I was confronted with a mountain of dead bodies. And this was, of course, a shock for us, ignorant uh, children, not being prepared at all on this kind of really the most, the darkest part of German history. So for me, it was a, a shock, a shocking, uh, nearly, you can say, a kind of a traumatic experience. And it took me quite a long time when I became then, you know, a, a student. My reaction was certainly a moral protest when I started with Kurt Weil. Uh, and uh, out of this, I developed, I think, a mainstream for my own life, being committed, creating then also later on no, uh, the post Holocaust dialogue group with Abraham Peck. Uh, later on, I, I wrote even a book on this experience. So I can say uh, my context made me a committed also human right person. And uh, so, uh, you know, I certainly cannot split up family history from public German history. And this is, I think, also one of my major points which the time now, I'm now 61, has come to, to make that more and more also really a, a, a kind of a general public issue. The time that the generation uh, which was involved in the Third Reich will pass away. So always remembering of the atrocity of World War II and all the, let's say, with 50 million dead bodies. I think this is all about talking about that. I think it's now, it's, it's my generation who has to continue always to talk about it. When you found out that your family was so deep involved, you started to ask questions. And that was not so welcome in your family. Of course, I mean, the, the, this was uh, to say that very clearly, Starting to talk very early, I mean, already as a teenager, you're always having these questions, no, about no, what what is the Holocaust? What is all, all that about it? Of course, it was a taboo topic and created enormous intergenerational problems. But it's not only me, you know. This kind of because of World War II and because of the Holocaust, this was a general issue, certainly of my generation and the generations before. I'm talking about my grandmother, who was so close directly to Hitler since 1923. Then comes my father, who was also at that time later on in the during uh, World War II, was not any longer a teenager. So there is a kind of course, the discussion is always about guilt, shame, and sadness. I mean, so these are the issues which are very important. Uh, now, meanwhile, there is a, a new power constellation on the Green Hill. What has happened there? And, um, 
My father Wolfgang Wagner, who was for f uh, 57 years the director of the Bayreuth Festival, first with his brother Wieland Wagner, who died, Wieland Wagner died already in 1966, since 1966 until today, 2008, uh, my father Wolfgang Wagner was the director of the Bayreuth Festival. Um, the constellation of uh, the two men, I'm talking about my father and myself, was a very complicated one because uh, he himself wrote also his autobiography. Everybody can read it, like one can read also my autobiography, which is in, uh, in the US uh, under the title The Twilight of the Wagners. So when you compare these two books, you find out easy, uh, you know, how different visions are on German history and family history. Um, I can put it with uh, short words. I mean, my issue is always, we know about the dark part in the history of the Wagner family. We know about the archive with 278 letters between Hitler and the Wagner family in the period of 1923 till 1945. So we know about also the close relationship, the sponsorship of Adolf Hitler with the Wagner festival and the Wagner family. So in my opinion, this has to be opened up the archive. It has to be public. This uh, f uh, Wagner Festival became 1973. It was not any longer since that time a private property. It became a public foundation. So it included also, of course, all this correspondence. So my claim was since since that time, more or less, this has to be opened up, accessible for every scholar all over the world. My father had a very different opinion on that. He said, no, no, it should, as long as we live, then nobody should talk about it. And, but anyway, it always leaves a very bad feeling about it, you know, because uh, there are too many dark uh, family secrets. There's a box which is closed up, and I always wanted to open up the box. Coming to the actual situation, my father retired uh, at the end of August in uh, this year, 2008, and uh, my sister, my older sister Eva Wagner Pasquier, and my younger sister Katharina Wagner uh, took over. They are now they are the new directors of the Bayreuth Festival. Uh, Katharina read one week before my two sisters became the directors my public declaration in the Frankfurter Allgemeine Zeitung and saying, listen, sisters, you are now in charge, you are fully responsible also for writing and rewriting German and family history. The archives have to be now finally opened up and do it. And otherwise you will again more or less have a harsh time. Um, so to say I was, until today more or less, I was always the outsider. And I'm in this point, I'm in the tradition of my aunt, Friedelind Wagner, who was as a young woman in public opposition in the Third Reich, very courageous, wonderful human being, which I admired a lot. She was always a kind of an orientation for me. Now I took this in a certain way over. And, uh, and Katharina, and this is the good news for me in a certain way, publicly declared, also in different interviews, yes, my older brother, Gottfried, is right. 
he is right that he is claiming that and it has to be done. So of course I take it by the word, so uh, I will meet her, we never met even uh, because of the family constellation which was always co very complicated <laughs> with the Wagner family and uh, my tendency is of course to find a way how can my sisters and myself find a way also for our public historical responsibility and to do something very serious about it and to, to give, the, for me, a clear, democratical, transparent uh, also image and serious, not only for public relation, not only for marketing, but for a serious, also historical no? uh, visions for the Bayreuth Festival. So there is my position is a moral, ethical position, which was always in contrast with the leading power <laughs> principle of Bayreuth uh, with, uh, with my uncle, with my father. So let's hope, uh, might be it corresponds a little bit with the situation in the United States after <laughs> years of Bush, might be Obama will do it now, we get also a new democracy in the United States. So let's hope there is some, uh, you know, new period in front of us. Uh, what do you think will come out of the archives if they will be opened? I mean, this it's very clear, it's, it's all about documents which are uh, in reference with the pre-Nazi period, no? that means the correspondence of Hitler's starting in the, with uh, summer 1923 till March 1945. These are really top international documents which must be published by an international uh, historical scholars, you know, let's say a team of scholars, no? That means the most distinguished and independent uh, people have to do that. That's what I'm claiming. No? It cannot be done also by the politics of the Bayreuth Festival. There are economical interests, no? there are also interests of, of leading the German leading class, and like uh, Deutsche Bank, all the big industries, Germans, they had, there was a point where the history in the Third Reich had to be written. And, uh, and Bayreuth is the biggest private music festival in the world. So it's a big company. And what is valid for other companies like, uh, you know, uh, let's talk about all the big banks, about, all about Degussa even, who even furnished uh, for Auschwitz, no? uh, the terrible also Cyclone B. No? They all did their duty. And I'm expecting that the same now also from the Bayreuth uh, Festival, no? and it has to be done. What we expect now, next year, the publication of your book, Unsere Stunde Null, Our Zero Hour. Yeah. Um, what is this book about? Um, the book is, um, was written um, uh, together. Uh, Abraham Peck, who had a, was, by the way, who is a very well-known also American Jewish scholar, who has published on the issue also of the Holocaust in combination uh, with Polish-German history, also with the history directly after World War II. And so we wrote together nearly the whole Two families were murdered in the Holocaust. Only father and mother survived. He was born in the city of Landsberg, where my grandmother, Winifried Wagner, delivered the paper to write Mein Kampf, Hitler's National Socialistic Bible. 
So only this departure already was for us a kind of a moral obligation to write together this book. But the book was, of course, not written uh, within half a year. We have found in our post-Holocaust dialogue group in 1992, and since that time we worked even on four continents, talking about the issue, what can be done with the generations born after the Holocaust, how can we start to talk to each other, especially when you take in combination, and this is also the title of, of the book, is called Our Zero Hour, then the subtitle is Germans and Jews after 1945, Family History, Holocaust, a new beginning, historical memoirs, which shows also the closest uh, connection between family history and general history. In our case, of course, it is a very also painful experience. That means we certainly approach, let's say, our difficult, painful journey, we always put it in a very concrete historical context. What was the situation of German and Jews after 1945? How could they even talk to each other? As we know, it took nearly the, uh, decades before my generation, born directly after World War II, started to talk about it, trying to reach out for those who were born on the other side of the river, so to say. No? And Abraham and, and, and myself met after my first public appearance in Israel, where I was talking on Wagner. As we know, Richard Wagner in Israel is a topic, is a very complicated and complex topic. So it started with this kind that I said very clearly, yes, Richard Wagner was an anti -Semite. Yes, there was an historical connection between Richard Wagner and, and, and Adolf Hitler. Yes, of course, when we talk about Richard Wagner in Israel, we should be very sensitive if such an anti-Semite, even he was a genius as a composer, could should be or could be performed. So everything has to be done with a lot of sensitivities. It means all our approach, finding the right topics. What topics like what is our identity as Jews and Germans after Hitler? So these are questions which are really very complicated and very sensitive and even very painful. And out of that, our book ends with our personal trip through Germany and Poland. And we went to the cities which have a lot to do with German, Polish, and Jewish history, and, and, and especially family history. So it's not by chance that we have chosen to go to Landsberg. We went to Nuremberg, we went to Lodz, we went to even then Krakow and even Auschwitz, where Abraham's mother was forced to do as a Jewish worker forced labor work. No? When you go there together and you know that your friend is, the mother was there directly and standing in front of the barrack where she suffered hell, and brings all that really close to your skin. And it was a very painful experience but humanly seen also a very profound experience. With us was also my son and my, uh, uh, my nephew. So the next generation came with us. And also having now also the next generation with us 
and educating them why it is always necessary to remember. This is all about the book, Our Zero Hour. And that was today's Radio Goethe magazine. Please find us online at radiogoethe.org and subscribe to our free podcast. Finishing up some Richard Wagner in a recording from 1927, conductor the Silesian Otto Klemperer with the Staatskapelle Berlin. Thanks for listening. I'm Arndt Peltner. <laughs>